Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. My name is Danielle. I'm Heath. And we are minus Kippy today because sadly they are having um and they can't come over. Not COVID. They're fine. They just need a break. But we have a special guest star today. Last but not least, my youngest sister, Dorothy. Dorothy, say hello. Hi. Yeah. Dorothy. Yay. I have now brought all my sisters onto the podcast because I have no friends. No. (laughs) Um... (laughs) But uh, today's episode, we picked Dorothy because she actually has a huge experience with cats and kittens, and I thought she would be an interesting person to talk to on this particular topic of, basically, we're going to talk more about kittens. We're going to talk about our new kittens. Dorothy's going to talk about her kittens. And do you want to give a little bit of a brief lowdown about your opinions on cats? Sure. So, I guess it's pretty obvious it runs in the family that I'm obsessed with animals just as much as my sisters. So, it's not a bad gene to have. Um, And I have two beautiful cats. So, in total, I've had three cats, but I'm only 29, so there's more cats to come. I'm almost sure. Just haven't met them yet. Um, But I'm only allowed to have two at the time because of rules when you're renting sad face. Yeah. Anyway, but, no illegal cats but, for Dorothy. A good rule follower. I said, I said no illegal cats. Oh, yeah. No illegal cats here. Mm-hmm. That you know of. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. One thing, Dorothy, uh, you had Chaos Troubles, brother. So we were sisters and we had brother uh, cat we're siblings. Sisters. We, we are sisters. Who I have had, not. Yeah, brother cat. Who oh, had brother. twice removed. Did I not tell you? Oh. I didn't realize. It's so sad. It's okay, cousin sister. Hmm. Okay, oh no, that the yeah. sister simple. Yeah, uh, but uh, now April's been removed. Oh, April's <laughs> been removed. Can we put her back in before she hears the episode? Yeah, April, you're back in. You're welcome. Welcome back. <laughs> Love you, April. <laughs> no, but uh, I remember, like, we would, seriously, because uh, our cats had the same medical issue. Um, Kitty, yeah. Kitty Crow. We yeah, after every vet appointment, I would call you, and then you would call me. It was like, this is what my vet said. I'm like, this is what my vet said. Didn't, what, didn't what? they both get it within, like, a year? Yeah. I think Trouble went on medication first. first. Yeah. And then Chaos went on medication. But mm-hmm. as you all know, Danielle's cat Trouble is still with us. Chaos sadly is not. And I wonder if I did put him on the medication when Trouble had issues, if he would be a zombie cat too. Maybe. But you, I mean, I've. You took good care of him. Yeah, and I feel like Chaos also had other issues. Like you said, you had to get his teeth removed at one point. And... Oh, yeah. He had terrible um, dental genetic, which is surprising because he's a black cat. He was a black cat. And usually orange tabbies are more likely in the cat family to have a higher genetic, like poor dental genetic. I didn't know that. That's so, fun fact for you. And you oh. can Google it if you don't believe me. <laughs> um, we, we need to watch out for Thor. Apparently. 
Mm-hmm. I'm always welcome for fast checks, but I also have no life. I must warn everyone listening. So all I do all day in my downtime is usually Google something about that. So. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, but um, back to my cat. Yes, the um, current living cat. Chaos. Yes. He, I got him when I was 12. Mm-hmm. He was definitely the love of my life. That's mm-hmm. the best that I can describe him. He was a much more affectionate cat than Trouble. He was, like, way friendlier than Trouble was. He was very social. He would love anybody. Mm-hmm. He loved to cuddle. He was just a sweetheart. And it was, like, anytime I was ever upset, he always knew. And I would, like, lock myself up in my room and be upset and think, nobody's in here. And then out of nowhere, chaos would show up and be like, let me comfort you and love you and it was just so cute and I missed that so much and even the night before I put him down and I knew it was time I was crying and I was so upset but he even mustered enough strength to comfort me one last time and that's how beautiful that cat was didn't mom kind of fight you over you taking chaos because she loved that cat too so believe it or not um, when we were kids, my, our mother was a stay-at-home mom, and we had three cats, and mom would actually spend the most time with the cat. Well, after you and, you know, April mm-hmm. left to go to college and stuff, it was just me, mom, and cat. So for yeah. a while it was, at first it was Prince, but then April got Prince later, mm-hmm. and then you went off to college, and then eventually reunited with Trouble. Yeah, so I, I got out of the dorms. Literally, me, mom, and dad, and chaos. Mm-hmm. Well, I was such a social butterfly. Half time, not gonna lie, I was not. <laughs> the chaos was like buddying up with mom, which was great because mom was always there for him. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, mom and him had a strong bond. But mom told me when I moved out that having an animal was just the responsibility. She just didn't want. I guess when they first moved there, oh, okay. so she she really told me like Dorothy. Uh, I want you to take care of. And to be fair, he was my cat. Yeah. I was moving out on my own. I was 22. So it was just time for me to leave the nest and take responsibility. Yeah. I I think I I just remembered how close they were. I thought there was a slight, like, mom's like, "Mm, maybe I'll take chaos. Because he did provide her a lot of comfort. Believe it or not, I did attempt at first. I was like, how about y'all just take chaos? You know, because I was still kind of like... Of course, I was going to miss him, but I just thought, well, mom and dad take such care of him. You know, I'm always worried you, about it. It was it, also, you know? like, your first apartment and your first time, like, living on your own. Yeah, and, and I, I think I was just nervous, you know. But yeah. at the end of the day, I'm really happy I took chaos with me mm-hmm. because I was so lonely living by myself. But there's no way I would have survived without chaos. So I think mom, even though... You know, she kind of told me, like, no, you're taking chaos. It was the right decision. And, and maybe she knew, like, I needed somebody, you know. Maybe that was her way of giving me a buddy. Yeah, yeah. But, that's smart. But my dad did, like, pull me aside. And he was like, you know, if you feel too overwhelmed, and, like, you can't handle the responsibility. He's like, you leave chaos here and I'll deal with mother. So there was always that option. But I, once mom kind of put her foot down to me, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take them. But overall, I'm, I'm really glad I did. And then, as so I moved out on my own. I had chaos. And by this time, chaos was probably a good age of 10 or uh, 12. That sounds, 
Uh, 10 sounds, what year was it? I lived on my own 2013. Okay, 2013. Trouble is currently 18. He turns 19 this year. So, 2013, that's 7, 8. So, 7 is 20, and then 2000. So, yeah. So, he was probably 10. 10 sounds okay. right. Not 12 yet, 10. Okay, that's what I was thinking. So, Chaos is a beautiful, ripe age of 10. Mm -hmm. And then I had just moved to my apartment, and me and my best friend, uh, well, I have two best friends, uh, Jamie and Sarah, where mm -hmm. we call each other the tripod, fun fact. Anyway, <laughs> me and my best friend, Jamie, we were just having a very spontaneous week, and we were like, Oh, Alabama sucks. And then our best friend was in college in Indiana. So we just decided, like, last night, let's go visit my friend. So we got in the car and drove all the way to Indiana, Evansville, Indiana, to visit my friend for the weekend. And when we got there, there was just this little cute scaredy cat and the kitten, a kitten in the corner. And she was like, oh, yeah, we found a cat. Um, you know, if y'all want it, y'all can have it. And I was like, no, I don't need another cat. And Jamie, my best friend, he was like, oh, we're taking this cat. I want it. And then, mm -hmm. fun fact, at the time, because I was tired of living by myself, Jamie and I were going to get an apartment together. Mm -hmm. And so he was going to have a cat and I was going to have a cat. So that's when we got back. I decided, well, since we're going to live together soon, let me go ahead and acclimate the cat. Yeah. So... I took over the kitten and um, took it to the vet and did all that. And then I was paying for everything. And then I acclimated them. And at that point, um, because I was paying for everything, I just told Jamie, like, um, this is my cat. Yeah. Uh, also, you were taking so, care of a anyway. kitten. Yeah. And not and, decided to keep the kitten when the ownership was kind of loose. And yeah. And I love yeah. Jamie is a great friend of yours, very long lasting friend. And he's a goober, but a sweetie. And, um, at do so well in pairs. Too. Yeah, they do well in pairs. And also I love mm -hmm. him to death at that time, especially where he was in his life. I don't think he would have been able to feasibly be responsible for a pet like that long term. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, at the time when I was like, this is my cat, we were like living together. Yeah. So he was like, okay, fine. It's your cat, but I'm his dad. And I was like, okay, yes. that's fine. Jamie and then, of is, course, is time when bandit's he left, dad. It was like, fine. And then when he comes to visit, we always make a joke like, time bandit, your daddy's here. Your oh, daddy came home. My kid, the kitten's name was time bandit. Now, that's a fun story. Yes. The name behind the cat, time bandit. Well, legend has it. <laughs> no, I love it. Legend so has it. There's two There's two versions of the story, and I'm not sure which one's correct. <laughs> okay. One story was confirmed by the person who gave me the cat, and the other story I think was told by Jamie, possibly as a joke, but for some reason, the possible joke story stuck in my head more, so I'm just clarifying this because I don't want to be like... Dragged, dragged by your friends later. Telling the truth, but um, okay. First, we'll do the fun story. Yeah, tell the us Jamie's story. story. We're not quite positive is true. Okay, so fun fact: my friend went to college in Indiana. Her sister also went to college there, so they lived 
in this like it was like a giant house but they broke them up into little apartments and they lived there together and it was very very cheap and the area they lived in was not um the safest area but it was cheap and they were in college so they were like whatever a lot of like drug dealing and homeless community things like that and and fun fact i'm pretty sure in evansville there might be a potential drug problem but to be fair there's probably (laughs) potential drug problems all over the world anyway especially in uh urbanized city areas you have a lot more of that concentrated true there's a lot more people so well in evansville um i think Technically, in that area was like a meth area or something. Anyway, so supposedly, someone high on drugs knew Sarah and her sister as the cat lady. So supposedly, a man on drugs came to her door and knocked on the door, and they opened it up, and the man was holding a kitten, and he said, "I found this kitten, and I named him Town Bandit because he came from another time." <laughs> and then they took the kitten. But then the other story that has been corrected to me by my friend Sarah is that her sister Cecilia was driving around and stuff at the gas station and saw a kitten there crying and she took the kitten home. Which, let's face it, it's not as fun. Um, And then apparently she came up with the name because she's a very unique person who has a great imagination. Yeah. I will say I love that apparently for years, Jamie had told you this story and you believed him because this was very much a relationship with Jamie. Jamie would tell you outlandish things and you'd be like, oh, this must be true. And then you talk to a friend. For many years of time in his life, I believe that this was his name and this is how he got it. This, and I told multiple people. That, oh, yeah. This was the was only a story very I knew. funny antidote story. People always got a giggle out of it. Yeah. And then I told Sarah, it, like, isn't this funny? And she's like, where did you get that story from? And I was like, uh, Jamie. That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know how it got there, but I know it's in my memory. So I'm going to just say, Jamie probably to tell it to me and to be fair like me and my friends we have okay well mainly they play jokes on me because i'm very gullible but i've gotten much better about that yeah. i hope <laughs> okay yeah no. you're a lot less gullible than you were yeah and you oh, were a thank you. <laughs> kid and i feel like it's not necessarily gullible you were just very trusting of people i mean that's kind of the that is the yeah. related terms yeah that's true it's part of being gullible well, guess- anyway I guess hypothetically, if someone's your friend, you might be like, wow, I can trust you. <laughs> well, also, I feel like being... The, well, there's you, lying and then there's teasing lying. Yeah. And also, you were yeah. the youngest... Which is what most friends do. You were the youngest True. of three, and me and April tended to be fairly knowledgeable about the things we talked about, so I feel like you trusted other people more than your own knowledge sometimes, even though you're like, hmm, maybe I do know more. True. Yeah, because growing up, it was a lot of like... You know, I know, I'm an older sister, listen to me, I know that. But I'm pretty sure you guys might have messed with my gullibility. Like, I'm I mean, pretty sure y'all convinced me when I was a kid, y'all did try to film. Uh, yeah, but we also... A, a false... Of a funny story. There, there was also that one time where we convinced you that there was something called the sister police, which was actually very oh, mean in hindsight. Yeah. It was super mean in hindsight, but there used to be like when you would call. Um, you could there used to be a number you could call to give you the weather and time and stuff. 
back mm-hmm. in the olden days of phones, like this was landline time. And April uh, convinced you that basically there was a, if you misbehave and were mean to your sisters, there was something called the sister police who would take you into a cave and like leave you there for a certain amount of time. And she had gotten her friend Becky to tell you, yeah, I was taken by the sister police. My older sister called them on me. And then you were misbehaving or annoying her in some way. And she like, and I was in on this too. So I like egged it on. I'm not an innocent party oh. here. But oh, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and that's. And she called. No, it was a very mean they, joke. Which they still haven't gotten to this day. Yeah, the sister police ain't, ain't going to get you this time. <laughs> they were defunded, so. Yeah, improper use. Rightfully. Yeah, it was kidnapping charges mainly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then <laughs> last but not least, my new addition to the family, um, because uh-huh. I lost chaos about last year it was a year ago in july so mm-hmm. now it's been a little over a maybe year, year and a couple, like uh, a year and a half maybe it's closer to two years now well it's a year and a half yeah it's been a year and a half a year and like three quarters something like that if it was in july we're almost into the second month so it'd be about a year and a half okay okay so a year and a half ago i lost uh chaos and i waited a whole year to get another cat just mm-hmm. to just to grieve and um kind of like you know just take that time for myself um mm-hmm. because I just wasn't ready um and then around July a year after cancer passed I was definitely ready so last but not least I my recent addition is my eight almost nine month old kitten tumble yes and her name is cute and I wish I came up with all these cute names, but I stole it from a TV show. Wait, what's um, Tumbles about from? That? What's Tumbles from? Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if anyone watches Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Yeah, if yes. If y'all don't like him, that's fine. But he's funny to me. So right. they're, like, recently he was doing, you know, his quarantine episodes and he's talking about other stars having the quarantine and he does his from a he does his from a void so oh yeah Yeah, he does his from a void yeah yeah (laughs) i've seen some of it i haven't seen all of it he showed me a compilation i was like what is this random no i I showed her the last episode of the season that's Uh, it and then 2020 yes if anyone's behind the, t- is it? It's a weekly show, so I don't think the topical weekly show can be spoiled. But yeah, I, I think there was a running gag about him. What was with it? Adam Driver? Yeah, yeah him and Adam Driver, gag. and I was like, "What is okay?" I guess that's a joke I don't get. That may be going around the yeah. internet. <laughs> and then it, it had a compilation in there in case you missed all of his. His jokes throughout the whole year about him hitting on Adam Driver. Anyway, so tell us anyway. about Tumbles. Yeah. I, I I watched every episode, so um, I knew I've watched exactly them all. When, when that whole app, uh, FaceTime call happened, I was like, "Yep, I know what this is about." Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, but he was talking about how Wendy Williams was having to do her show at home, and every time she did her show at home, she was like, kind of like in a downstairs room. And she would just be eating, like, whatever she wanted to eat. And she was just like, I don't even care that I'm eating. This is my show. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, but it was really funny. Yeah. But then she would she would mention, I still have two cats. 
I'd love to show you my cats, but as soon as, soon as I start filming, they run away and they want nothing to do with me. So she would be sitting there like eating and screaming her two cats names, which I thought was hilarious. And well, he thought it was hilarious too. So that's pretty funny. The studio, or when they sh- when they show back uh, John at the studio, like doing a show, mm-hmm. he starts yelling out. He said, "Oh, he says that." Uh, I also have 43 cats or something, <laughs> a very ridiculously high number. Uh-huh. I also have 43 cats in the studio who never come when I call them. So he starts screaming out random cat names. That's great. And one of the cat names was Tumbles. And yeah. I was like, and I'd been searching because I, I knew I was going to get a cat, but I don't know when. And I was really searching for um, another cat name. And um, I went with my um, boyfriend, Kevin. And, you know, we were discussing getting our cat, and I was like, well, do you like this name? Do you like that name? And he was convinced, like, you cannot pick a name before you get a cat. And I said, no. Uh, no. I can do whatever I want. I can pick a cat's name, and I promise you it will be perfect. We just have to find the perfect name, and then the perfect cat will come. Like, so that's my mentality. I now, will... of course, everybody's different, which is totally fine. So I will, me and Heath, actually, for the two most recent cats we had, we... One, we were specifically looking for a black and an orange tabby pair, but we had already, the reason we wanted that pair particularly was we wanted to name them Loki and Thor, and we wanted them to be biological siblings, because it's funnier. So, So, I agree, names before... Oh, shoot, you named Quinn before. I named Quinn before I even saw a picture of her. Yeah, I was literally talking about it. Quinn, and then tro- and then I-, I was trying to be responsible and not get a... a-, a- 30 legal cat and he's like i've named her quinn we're adopting her i'm like oh okay i haven't even because i was still trying to find a picture of the kitten like i had to ask my co-worker to send me a picture because i realized i didn't have one to send to but Heath. Quinn, quinn really is such a quinn mm-hmm. yeah i, it's I believe well. you manifest the name then you manifest the cat and just imagine what you want not always to Sometimes there is, like, Rue came with her name, and it very much Oh, Mishka, we already liked that name, too, actually. Yeah, Mishka was a name we had. We have a list of dog names for whenever, in a few years, we get another dog, too, so. Yeah, but, like, we have a list of names that we do like. That we just like, and we want to. Eventually, maybe name animals. I love it. I think you should always have a name list on hand, because you just never know. So I'm. I am pro pre name animal. But also, like, either one works, but there's nothing wrong with it. Okay, so continue on Tumbles. So, so then journey. I heard uh, on TV Tumbles, and I thought, oh, Time Bandit and Tumbles. I was like, oh, beautiful combination, perfect. And I like the TNT thing, mm-hmm. you know. TNT's cute. Um, and then before I got the cat, uh, Kevin came home because I discovered this, you know, when he was like traveling or something. He kept mm-hmm. home, and I'm like, what do you think of Tumbles? And he was like, love it instantly. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, sold. And then it was just up to me to wait till he went back out of town to go behind his back and find another cat. Because <laughs> what was, because you talked about this. You talked about you guys were going to get another cat when you, because you, uh, over quarantine, you guys uh, moved apartments. Or was it before quarantine you guys moved apartments? Okay, so it was after quarantine. Well, okay, everyone's quarantine length is different. I quarantined until May, and then I had to go back to work because, okay, well, I have a job where I have to be at the job to get paid. 
So I'll just I'll just leave it there. Um, okay. But <laughs> so so my time was up, and and we were approved by the governor to go back to work and mm-hmm. all that fun stuff. So playfully, we did discuss getting another cat, but it was more closer to June, July that I was really getting the itch to get another cat. And uh, my boyfriend did say, "Okay, we can get another cat." But our lease was coming up at our apartment in August, and we were wanting to move to, like, a different side of town. And he was like, why don't we just wait and get the cat once we've moved? Because, you know, when you move, you have to pay, like, all the fees and the extra cat fees and all that. And he was like, well, why don't we just move one cat and then have to worry about paying, like, one cat fee and stuff. And then and maybe we contemplated a legal cat, but then we... Um, of course, that that didn't happen. All my cats are legal. Um, uh, dude, right, you could have right totally. <laughs> They're both brown tabbies. They look Dorothy. very similar. You guys could totally, like, I only have one cat. I see two in the window. Nope, it, he's just moving very, very quickly back and forth. They're like the Olsen twins. Like the Olsen twins. So true. Well, in theory, <laughs> one cat, Time Bandit, he is so sweet but if you don't know him he's very neurotic he's very scared he's literally the definition of a scary cat oh so even if someone came in yeah you could have had an illegal cat dorothy Mm -hmm. except for they would have had no idea except for when he cries for help in the back they would think you had a child yes yeah. Time bandit. Exactly. Talk about time bandits cry because that thing scared me the first time I was visiting <laughs> and I heard him. I was like, it was like, help, help. <laughs> so time bandits meow. Sometimes someone with a small child crying <laughs> for specifically help because I had a recording. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that because uh, over time his meow was like change just a bit, you know? Oh, but, to sound um, more like a cat and not a small child? <laughs> Asking to be freed. sounds like a small child screaming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> but, but yeah, he, when he was very, very little, uh, and that's when Daniel met him when he was still pretty tiny, mm-hmm. um, he, he, his meow was sound like, hey, hey. I used to have a recording. <laughs> it's actually my saddest thing that I realized I don't, like it was on a phone I don't have anymore. And that I lost the recording. No, I had it on my old iPad, but I, I, I might have it on my computer. I'm gonna have to dig. If you find it, you should. Videos. You should send me that video if you ever find it, because I think okay, it's fun. I, I will definitely look for it. Okay, great. Okay, sorry uh, to, like to include it in the podcast to, sometime if we can. Tumble. So we got the Time Bandit um, cry, and I'm inserting this now into the video. Okay. Going back to the episode now. Yes, um, back to Tumbles, so, the important person. So yes. I did have to go ahead to get another cat. But um, Kevin went out of town, and me and my neighbor, we were just having, like, a neighbor day. Like, we got some cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory. We were high on cheesecake. And then I was like, you know the great? We go pet kittens. He was like, yes. 
I would love to pancake. So you were so, high on cheesecake, and uh, this is a bad combination. You get that cheesecake high, and then you go pet kittens. This is going to end badly. Exactly. So um, I don't know if y'all believe in kids mix, but I kind of do a bit. So like a week before I got tumbled, I went to get Chinese food, and the Chinese food place was right by this beautiful place that said pet store. And it just made me think, like, I could get a cat from that pet store. I don't know why I thought that. Anyway, so uh, when we decided to pet cats, I said, let's go to this pet store because I had this really good feeling about this pet store. So me and my, my neighbor, we, we go into the pet store and we're like, um, where are your cats? And there was no cats there. And they said, yeah, we're out of kittens today. We might get some on Tuesday. Um, the, the question is like, that where do you get your kittens from? And oh, they okay. said, well, there's a cat lounge because um, there's cat cafes and there's cat lounges, so there's a difference. But I didn't oh. mean to cut you off. What were you trying to say? Oh, I was about to ask, like, what, like, because uh, every pet store I know, like, currently they don't have any cats in the normal cat rooms. Um, mm-hmm. it, but they work with rescues, like, they get their little, like, brood in through, like, I think a lot of the ones in our areas go through Fur Kids is yeah. a popular one for mm-hmm. at least, like, the Pet Smarts in our area. I was... Oh, okay. I was literally gonna ask, like, what rescue do they use? <laughs> but you're answered it already, so the Cat Lounge. Oh, okay, yes. Um, well, so, the Cat Lounge that, um, they get their kittens from is called the Catio. So I think how the catio works is it's full of cats, and then if it gets too full, they give the surplus of rescue cats to the local pet stores. Now, this pet store didn't look like a chain. It could have been a chain, but it wasn't like a PetSmart or a Petco. It was like a a smaller pet store chain Mm -hmm. if it was a chain. Well, a lot of pet stores now, I mean, it's still not – I don't think it's – the same with like actual puppies because um i know certain pet stores still but majority of most pet stores do try to pair with rescues and organizations because the movement to not do puppy meals yeah, and things like otherwise, that otherwise like back in the day that's where these stores got their pets yeah but really just unethical them. Yeah, from a pet big mill was where they got them from. But yeah, so do that, that makes sense. Okay, so you were you went for the source of the kittens. So you went to the yeah. pet lounge. Because I don't want to wait till Tuesday to pet cats. Um, it was off that day. We, mm-hmm. You'd you know, be off your cheesecake. Americans, you want what you want when you want it. Exactly, <laughs> and that was the point of the cheesecake high was to pet the cats while you were high on cheesecake. Exactly. And I was like, I need a cat. Anyway, so... I need a cat to pet. You know, when you get your cat fix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So they were like, go to the catio. And so I was like, I was like, are you down to go to the catio? And she was like, I'm down. So we went on our next mission. But I do still feel like that pet store was really important because I feel like I would have never gone there if I didn't go there first, if that makes sense. That does, I mean, you Um, wouldn't have known it existed. Exactly, exactly. So um, we went to the catio and, you know, we walked in and we paid the money to go inside and, and pet the cat. And as soon as I walked in the door, there she was lounging on this chair this tiny adorable little multicolored black white and gray little red tabby mm-hmm. like a little red haired tabby uh and she was just lounging and as soon as i saw her 
was like, wow, she looks so much like my current cat, Time Bandit, mm-hmm. who I love so much. So instantly I was like attracted to her. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to check her out. So I sit down on the chair just next to her casually, like playing it cool, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As you do with cats. She, she instantly like gets up, climbs on my lap, starts purring, puts both her little paws on my face, is looking me in the eyes, purring, and I'm instantly soul bonded. And I'm like, oh, you are coming home with me. <laughs> there's, I was just like, there's no other way. Like, you are my, my cat now. <laughs> But the only dilemma was Kevin was out of town, and <laughs> we were really wanting to pick out a cat together. Oh, no. and, yes. and I was I, like, this isn't going to plan. But the thing was, she was at a cat cafe, and if I just left her there, somebody could have taken her. And I just decided nobody would take her but me. So anyway, I texted him, hey, I found this great cat, and I'm going to bring it home. Is that cool? And he eventually, first he said, I'm busy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you've done this before where you will text him when he's on gigs. And then you're like, he hasn't texted me back. I'm like, isn't he in a gig? And you're like, yeah, but he can text me back. (laughs) (laughs) So first he said, I'm busy. And then I said, well, look at this cat. She's perfect. We have to have her. Trust me. Then then, then he didn't text me back. Then I said, I'm paying the money. I'm adopting the cat. <laughs> Please don't be mad at me. And then he said, okay, dot, dot, sure, I guess. <laughs> There's no stopping you at this point. I'm not there. I also remember you called or we talked about it a little bit before he was home. And you were like, well, she looks just like Time Bandit. And he loves Time Bandit. So he'll love her because they're the same. <laughs> I heard that was part of your logic. (laughs) I loved your thought process. It was hilarious. Well, the good news is um, he loves tumbles, and um, it worked out great. You know, I'm sure there was a part of him that was like, oh, I wish we could pick the cat out together, and for for that, I will forever be a terrible girlfriend. But the good news is he loved tumbles a lot, and surprisingly, she does tumble. So it's kind of funny. No. So I'm a firm believer. You can definitely name your your cat before you you know. But obviously, you know, each their own. Some people have to see the cat. They have to observe it. I completely understand. Yeah. So. So. Own, but so, so how was those are my children? That's nice. How was adopting a cat during? I guess since this was a lounge, they were were because this is during COVID because we're still in COVID and you moved in the middle of COVID. So yeah. how was like a cat well, like was there mask involved like did was like they only let a certain amount of people in the room did they like go okay after you touch that cat we're gonna spray it with disinfected hang on um so literally it was like the perfect day it was like everything just fell in the place like dominoes so you walk in you do have to sign a mask, or you do have to wear a mask, you mm. know, at the time they were asking COVID questions, you know, like, have you been around anyone who's had COVID in the last seven to 14 days? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then you answer no, but overall getting in was pretty easy. And the good news was it was kind of at the end of the day. Oh, okay. So nobody was really there. It was literally, oh, that's I great. Was there, it was the lady who worked there, me and my neighbor, and then this one other random person in there. And then that was it. 
so when we went in there, it was a pretty fresh pick. And there there was really only actually that's not true. Maybe there were more than two kittens, but two kittens are all I remember. One was Tumbles and one was this other cat. But that cat had just been adopted. So Okay, um, so they weren't an option. But I didn't even notice that cat. All I saw was Tumbles. And it was so lucky because literally as soon as I walked in, Tumbles had just been dropped off. Oh. Just dropped off. She had only been there maybe an hour before I got there. So she was there an hour. She walked around like she owned the place, wasn't afraid of anybody. And we fell in love. And then I was like, I have to have this cat. And I literally was like, can I have this cat? And they were like, yes, you can have her. I said, when can I have her? They said, if you pay 150 bucks, you can walk out the door with her. And I said, but you don't even know me. I don't have to pass anything. Like, you're just going to let me do that? <laughs> like, wow. Okay. And, and then they go, wait, what are you doing Wait, do we, do we need to check you out? Do you have a background? They, they take the kitten from you. What do you do? <laughs> no, the lady was like, yeah, you could just take the cat. Like, she didn't even care. <laughs> that, I could have been anybody. I guess it's like the Pet Smart Adoption events, too. Yeah, because <laughs> when we when we were looking for, like, Mishka and Rue, we found them on Pet Finder, and we went through their website, like, oh, there's a there's a application Yeah, thing. it talked about, like, a screening-type process. And then when we put interest in them, they're like, hey, their litter's gonna be at a PetSmart adoption event, just come on down and see them, and we're like, sure. There's and no background check, you just, you just pay, and we were fill like, out some forms and go. We, like, filled out forms, yeah. and it was like, so is there, like, a do we have to wait? Like, when can we pick them up? And they're like, oh, you take them home now, and we're like, oh, can you hold on to them? We have nothing. <laughs> but, yeah. And, and that's how I was, too. I had nothing. Luckily, the lady there let me borrow a carrier, and I just brought it back. Oh, that's nice. That is nice of her. Yeah, they had some uh, extra ones. But after, I was like... I mean, you have them. She was like, nothing. I was, like, defending myself. I'm a great cat owner. Look look at all my cats. And and I've taken good care of them. And I've spent so much money on them. I was like, like, I'm going to love this cat. Like, it's my child. And the lady was like, yeah, I'm sure you're great. Here, you want to pay the money. (laughs) And you're like, no, no, she will want for nothing. I I have pet, it's like, I do have pet supplies. They're just at my house. Do I need to come? And they're like, no, just take a carrier, come back. I bet they, it's like us. uh, So when we were getting um, Oliver, I remember, um, I, so Oliver was a friend of mine's friend who literally was, so the coworker who we got Quinn from was like, hey, I have a friend who found another cat. I know you guys have pets. I know you guys also talked about getting more pets. Are you interested? And I was like, I don't know. Send me a picture. I'll talk to Heath. And then I was like, well, it's a tabby. And Heath's like, We're, it's ours now. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> because Heath loves tabbies. I do. Oh, and, um, and Oliver's gorgeous. Oh, he, he is. is. We didn't even know he was going to be a gray tabby. Because we thought he was a brown tabby. We, yeah. All those photos looked like he was a brown tabby I when think he was really small. The it was the lighting. lighting of... Um, and we literally have been wanting, because we wanted the tabby rainbow, we wanted a gray tabby. They're gorgeous. Yeah. I love gray in general. Yeah. Also, he just... He, so we had a surprise gray tabby. He mm-hmm. is. He's beautiful. Yeah, I, think, I think what helps him look more beautiful is, like, the multicolor of gray. And yes. Coat, but yeah. it also looks 
a little like a shimmery like white glow like mm-hmm. off the light it's very yeah gorgeous. it's like silvery i need to send you yes. i found a really i got a really good picture of his eyes because his eyes are actually monochromatic too it has like darker gray and then lighter gray it just it looks Ooh. like i thought i thought they were about to like fade out into like because it's like a, a bluish gray color that like radiates out and I yeah, thought it's just on the edges though, and we're like, it's been like this for a long time, so I guess this yeah. is how his eyes are. Because I thought his hey! eyes were just in the process of so changing. Because kitten eyes change; they go from like blue to yeah, their they, actual colors. They start off at blue, but he, it looks like he's keeping it, and I really hope he does because it's just mm-hmm. it adds to his monochromatic charm. Our little snow leopard. Yes. Um, yes. He's but, so gorgeous. When I saw you getting such a gorgeous cat, I was like. Has the most gorgeous cat I've ever seen. I'm so jealous. Yes. Yeah. Super happy for you. You've also uh, you've also claimed our cats if we die. Yes. You will take them. You've you've threatened yeah, April, to kidnap April them. Can have your dog. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll see if April wants that. I don't know if yeah. they want to have four dogs. I mean, I, I think well, Michael will be fine that's with it. A lot, though. That is a lot of dogs. As long as you have a house, you know, no one can tell you what to do. No, no one can. Uh, but anyway, I was picking Oliver up and the person's like, oh, I have a carrier. I'm like, I don't want another carrier because we have like three of the very generic carriers and then we have two fancy carriers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't need another carrier. No, we carrier. have a lot of, we, we got carriers covered. Yeah, I'm like, please don't give me another Better carrier. carrier. Yeah, yeah. usually you can put two in the fancy one that we have we have a fancy one uh which is it's like pod yeah it's a sleepy pod it's crash test rated so supposedly they'll be safer in a car wreck who knows hopefully we'll never have that because we don't have like huge cats and especially since they're kittens you can actually fit all three of them in there right now yeah and then we have the we have a backpack carrier kind of like uh you have except it only has a little it only has a little dome window it's not the whole back like yours was the whole Mm. back is see-through so it looks like a little spaceship those are actually Better. I want to get. I was gonna say, send me a link to some of your cat carriers because I'm actually gonna get a different one because the bubble is cute. But I feel like if you're not, if you don't move carefully with them on your back, they'll get walked around in there. Well, yeah, we call it the spaceship. And yeah, ours looks like a spaceship. And um, mainly, it's fine because they only ride in the car and then the carrier. Mm-hmm. The vet actually got sad when we got the sleepy pod because they're like, we don't get to see the spaceship. No, don't worry. If we're bringing in multiple cats, we still bring that one. Yeah, that one is when we bring in, like, three cats at a time because it doesn't quite fit everyone. But, yeah, so I I can I feel like the adoption agency was just trying to get rid of an extra carrier. <laughs> like, if it comes back, oh. it comes back. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. But you're a good, responsible cat owner who returns carriers when they say and they yes and i've done that before too yes, yes. um a good skill. so any it's just good to be responsible and if you say you're going to do something you should probably do it what what's interesting i find that funny it was one of those here go because uh our only other adoption besides the in-person where literally i think anna was the person i got oliver from basically sent me a text it's like i'm good for you to pick him up this week and i'm like cool and then like i showed up at her house and then she's like here's kitten i'm like i opened up carrier she dumped kitten in she gave me all the stuff she had for oliver and then i like popped him in the car and went (laughs) it was like a it's like drop 
<laughs> curbside pickup. Curbside pickup of cat. <laughs> and then we got Loki and Thor through um, Per Nation, which was a recommended thing from our vet because, as uh, we mentioned in previous episodes, and as I was talking to you about it, like Oliver was separated from his litter too young. So he has very bad manners. Had. Had very bad manners. He's great now. He would bite. He would, like, he didn't know he when really to. He was really vicious. He didn't know when to stop oh, playing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He had no manners. He was a mannerless little heathen. He was quite because vicious. he didn't know when well, to I have stop a playing. About them. I'll tell you all that after. Go on. Okay, so he didn't have any um, social skills because he got separated from his litter too young. So he didn't learn like you need to stop playing. He didn't have that from his siblings or his mom. And also, he will actually. There's a particular blanket we have. He will nurse from. So because oh. he had to be bottle yeah, fed. Those are, defi- those are definitely fine. Yeah, so he he he's was got mommy issues. He's got mommy issues, and our, our he was like four weeks old. Yeah, he, he was, was like four weeks old when he was found. They and and uh, actually, Anna thought he was younger because he's kind of a he was a, he's small. He was he's a runty cat. I think he's getting bigger, but we'll find out. Well, he obviously is growing. He's very long. He is so long. He is so long. Anyway, um, Aww. but be a nice leopard. When yeah. we took him in for his kitten appointment um, with our vet, they were like, he's really bitey. Do you guys have trouble with him at home? And we're like, yeah, he is a little bit more bitey. We thought it was just because he was a kitten, because Quinn was also bitey. And not like that. Not like that. And like Quinn's still bitey, but not the way he was. Like, he bit hard. Oh, he bit hard. And often. And he went it was stop. Just, it was very vicious. Yeah. And we, like, discouraged it. It's not like we're like, oh, yes, keep playing with my hand. I was surprised how hard he could bite for a kitten that size, Mm -hmm. quite frankly. He has bit a hole in an IV line of troubles because, yeah. That that was more recent. Trouble. Yeah, that was more recent. Just because he still bites, I feel like that's just because they have tiny. No, he was playing it. They have tiny little kitten teeth. They do. It's gonna puncture stuff like that easily. But But, uh, anyway, so they they immediately were like, "Oh, this is not good behavior," and your cats are too old, so they're either going to get aggressive with him or completely isolate him and not deal with him because he's just gonna get more aggressive as he gets bigger. Yeah, cats stay physically playful. And he didn't have an outlet for it. So literally the behavioralist calls us back as we're waiting for like the vet to finish up with him. And our our behavioralist is like, hey guys, so you still got trouble. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, he's kind of old. I'm like, this is true. It's like, how do you feel about another cat? Like a kitten. Like a, a kitten, kitten. A boy kitten specifically for Oliver. <laughs> and we're like, oh. And then... uh our behavioralist explained that hey this is why he's acting the way he is is because he was separated too young he didn't learn his manners blah 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 it's just gonna get worse it's just gonna get worse and the age gap that i explained with the cats was just gonna continue and we were gonna have disharmony in the home and ingrid's like the behavioralist was like hey you're gonna get more cats because i know you we've known you guys for years you're gonna get more cats so anyone you get you'll love here's an adoption site if you think about and at first i was like uh what are other things we can do because i was trying to be yet again the responsible adult going like "Mm, well she was talking about the other options and they were like basically every time you need to try to raise him as a single cat in your house and like keep him separate because he needs to be monitored when he's interacting with the others. And anytime he starts attacking them or chasing yeah. them, you have to intervene with like um, a wand toy. And yeah, so I was. There's no way to do that. We can't in our so, household. 
yeah. raise a, a cat like it's a, and an we don't only have cat. The time to do that. No, either. we don't. We both work. And, and so, like, I, I was like listening, asking questions about that because I was trying to figure out. The like, third option was that... rehoming, is what yeah. she said. So it's like, okay, well, that's not an option. And then he's like, so how about more kittens? Right. So the more kittens, that sounds way easier. <laughs> and so, and of course, what other mm-hmm. solution could there be? And, more kittens. <laughs> and the one yeah. benefit of going through adoption, well, one of the many benefits of going through adoption agency is they come with their shots, they come neutered, so it's less money, like up, up front or long term, because yeah. Oliver, um, by February fifth, will have gotten the sneak yeah he's getting the sneak and and then that might help him to calm down. i mean he yeah. started this when he was too young for that to be affecting it though yeah some of it could like maybe oh, now okay. but like he was young and he was like this like it was as soon as we got him really so yeah and on and the wow. recognition of our maybe two months old then maybe yeah or a so... little bit older yeah. Well, I, didn't, I, I knew he had issues, but I don't realize he was so bitey. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was really bitey. But then he cuddled so good. He, like, once he was actually tired, he's the he's sweetest, the sleepy sweet. little thing. He's like, I love you. I just want to bite you and hold you with my claws. When I have all this energy, I'm a vicious monster. But yeah. when I'm sleepy, the sweetest, cuddly little thing. He just baby. wants to be held. Aww. Yeah, he wants lots of attention, which is understandable. Yeah. And so, uh, Pernation was the recommended by a behavioralist. And so we put. We we found Bas- Basil and Rosemary, mm-hmm. who are now Loki and Thor, and they were the black kitty and the tabby, and it was perfect. And we applied online, and literally that night, I got a call back from the lady, and I was like, "Oh, hi," I because I I didn't realize the number, and then I like checked my voicemail, and they're like, "Yeah, we're calling you back," and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's weird." Uh, that's real quick. And the person was like, yeah, I had these kittens when they first got like fostered. Uh, they're with a different foster family now. I think you guys would be an excellent choice because you put on here, you're not kids and you guys have all these animals. Yeah, and we're not going to have children yeah. and human children. Uh, Thor <laughs> was very, very, shy. yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Um, Thor was very, very shy. And that was the one. Pr- so one thing, rehoming pairs are a little harder because some people are like one, one animal at a time. Yeah. Um, Ro- uh, Thor was very shy. So it's really hard if it's like, these are our pets that we're going to love. And we have two of them and families with kids would not be good for a shy cat. No, because she'd be terrified. Because she'd be terrified. Like, she's still terrified of... Well, I have... It seems like she's warming up to you more than me. Oh. Yeah, I, she still runs away from me more. Oh. Well, that's... It's fine. I'm fine with it that. It took, like, two months for her to... Start warming up. Like, yeah, like, really start warming up. She's doing great now, though. She'll, yeah. She, she wants to be in proximity. She's not always cool with petting. Yeah. Um. So that was something that gave us a leg up was the fact that uh, we had so many pets and they're like, yeah, you're not going to be requiring attention from her because she's just one of your mini animals. And yeah. If- it's one thing if like that's the only cat you have or you only mm-hmm. have two and half of your pets like don't you. want to cuddle. Yeah, like, Loki is cuddly enough for both of them. He, yeah. He makes up for it. He's aggressively cuddly. He is so cuddly. He's so cuddly. Like, oh, literally, he wants I to, like, rub that. himself all over you. He's very aggressively cuddly. It's so cute. Yeah, I've literally That's had okay, to move him. Mm-hmm. He also, he likes to, like, climb on the keyboard when I'm on my computer. He's very good at hitting the airplane mode on the computer. We were, like, playing a D&D <laughs> game, and he hit it, like, three different times. So every time he comes here, I'm like, move. Cannot be on yeah, my keyboard. I, I can see why people would... um 
I don't know, be more reluctant to get a, a shy pet if they don't have many animals, though. But we have a whole clouder, mm-hmm. a healthy-sized clouder, so it's no big deal. Yeah, and I will say oh, yeah. that that was the first time I had any sort of interview. Like, we came, I came down to, the, like, the basement where Heath was, and I, like, put the lady on speaker, and we talked. And she's like, yeah, I think you guys are great candidates, and I see you were recommended by our behavioralists. And it's like, yeah, that gives you a good clout because we know we know her, and we know that they if you— work with her a lot. Yeah, it, because um, she helps out that particular rescue, and they have someone from the rescue who works in their um, the clinic, the clinic, at, like the cat clinic we go to. So it was like, oh, oh, we're special because we go to this cat clinic, and they're like, yeah, you're fine. You go to you go to that vet, so you're fine. We know you'll take care of the animals. It's a cat yeah. Yes, I would. I would. I wouldn't um, doubt that y'all are great candidates. I would definitely trust y'all with my babies, too. So, like, other than that, and I will say Anna, who we got Oliver from, we were originally going to have them come over and because Anna wanted to check and make sure we weren't weirdos. Or, like, hoarders of animals. Or something. We have a lot of animals, but we're not animal hoarders. Yeah, Yeah. but y'all are very clean. Yeah. Yeah. That got... People with multiple animals. I can vouch for that. That's been in your home. Yeah. Our original (laughs) day got canceled because he it's a cat down. paradise. What's what's two more cats? Yeah, Dorothy? yeah, it's okay. Oh, for sure. And and as our behavioralist, so as our behavioralist, I wish I had six cats. <laughs> as our behavioralist said that, oh, don't worry, trouble's not gonna last forever. And I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> six cats. You'll only have five then. Yeah, soon, soon you'll be down to five. five. Yes. Five doesn't sound as crazy as six. Yeah, that's true. That it doesn't sound crazy to me. It sounds like heaven to me. It is heaven. <laughs> you can come visit whenever the COVID's done. But uh, that got the... Well, whenever everybody's vaccinated, I yeah. guess, because at this rate. The... Well, I might be able to jump on the early list. I'm going to look into it. That'd be good. Oh, nice. Good luck. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I can or not. I'm just going to look into I need, it. Yeah. I need to get a actual. I, I get my second vaccine of the Pfizer shot um, on the 5th of February. So. And he's still oh, alive. Yeah. Folks. The 4th of February. So, yeah. Yes. He's still alive. He's had part of the vaccine. So yep. go get your vaccines. I haven't you had any negative effects. Um, nope. I've heard. Nice. The second shot is where a lot of people will have any reaction so we'll see i'm not anticipating it being a problem though yeah um the only thing i've really heard is you're just really tired that day so maybe take that day off and just rest yeah i have a long day that day (laughs) i don't have a choice about what day it is because of the time that i got the first one so it's gonna be a long day for me like i you have a work meeting i have to get that so Working overnights and having to do stuff like go to a place to get a vaccine is unfortunate sometimes because the earliest that day that I can get it is 9.30 a.m. And I get off work at 6 a.m. that morning and then I have another shift that night and also there's a supervisor meeting. So you have to go in early that day. Well, I have to at least be able to be on the phone for that meeting because they're remote meetings now. Oh, okay. It's still like two hours before my shift starts and honestly, I'm usually like That's waking up around that time. Yeah, it's, it's going to suck. That day is going to suck. You're just going to wake up and put it I guess if I get a reaction and I feel sick or run a fever or anything, which those are possible reactions, mm-hmm. then I'll have to call out. Maybe you'll get a fever, babe. So maybe I'll get to call because <laughs> <laughs> I would have to if I run a fever, you know. Yeah, yeah, Even though you, you know it's like from the vaccine, that's still the policy because you gotta be. Yeah, it's safe. a fever. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, but on on note with being sick, we were gonna have Anna come over and like just make sure we weren't crazy people or hoarders or had like mm-hmm. garbage or weird skinned animals on our walls. Um, but uh, 
Heath had came down with bronchitis and we had a COVID test out and we hadn't gotten the results back. So we had to cancel that. But what I did instead was I had a video chat with um, Anna and I like went around with my phone. And I'm like, these are our cat amenities. And this is Look that. And, and this is one cat and here's another. And this is one of the heating blanket sections. Here's the other heating blanket section. This is this cat furniture and that cat furniture. And we're going to have more down here in the basement, but we're still working on it. Yes. So I had like... <laughs> It's weird because there are so many cat amenities in our house. Oliver, Loki, and Thor are the only I ones I've had amazing. interviews for. I love it. But yeah, luxury pass with flying colors. Oh, I did. We did. We were. We did. I was a little worried anyway about how many animals we had with the um, rescue and getting Thor and Loki. Oh yeah, I thought they'd be. But that like... was no issue at all. I was like, yeah. oh good. I was worried that we were gonna we were already having too many animals for them to hedge at, but no, we were good. Yeah, I think it's just different. Well, I think six is the perfect balance, and y'all have a big house. Yeah, mm -hmm. and like you said, it's just the two of y'all. So, and y'all have a lot of love to give. So, mm -hmm. I don't have, I don't see a problem with that at all. Yeah, no, if there's I was not. The there's clinic, plenty of room. I would approve y'all instantly. Check. Thank you. Like, if you even just go by um. As per square footage, how many cats can you have? Like, we're 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 good now. Yeah, we're good. Shouldn't really have more than no six, more than but... now. And also financially, because they'll yeah. get expensive well, you can when they get older. Add on yeah. to your house to have no. <laughs> no. That's impractical cost wise. No. no. I mean, <laughs> I would kind of, I think the idea of like maybe a catio at some point, like, or like a window box or something for the cats to like have a little outside a time. A window box, maybe. Yeah. A window box, yeah, something like that would be neat. But can you, can you really put a price on happiness? So, mm, well, because yeah, I have a limited I don't pay income. Anything for my cat. So, speaking no, of paying, wait a second. So, speaking of paying anything from cats, let's talk about uh, the expenses that come with your younger cats. Because I remember you had Chaos, and Chaos at the time was like on some, like he was expensive at the time because he had some stuff he was on. But then you were like, it's okay, I have Time Bandit. Time Bandit is a kitten. He's cheap. Yeah, you usually won't. young cats don't have any health issues. Um, Do and you we've wanna... been fortunate in that manner, but yes. would you like to tell us about your experiences, your unique medical issue experiences with your cats? Yes. Sure. Okay, so so first, when I got Chaos and then Time Bandit, Chaos was actually doing really, really great. He was actually pretty low maintenance in mm -hmm. the money department at the time. Mm -hmm. And then I got Time Bandit, and because he was a rescue... Um, and by rescue, I mean, I, I, my friend rescued him from a gas station, so I rescued that cat back to me. Mm -hmm. And yep. some could say I rescued him from Jamie, but that's, I'm just kidding. Anyway, love you, Jamie. <laughs> love you, Jamie. <laughs> but since he was uh, like a true rescue without any help, um, I had to pay for all of the shots. And I did not realize that kittens have to go get all those shots. Like, I was taking mm -hmm. him to the vet a lot in the beginning i think i took him like three times yep when he was still just three months something like that yeah because they have a um, shot schedule they have like three or four different like basic kitten shots that yeah, you have say, to I do i think there's three rounds of shots yeah that you have to kind of yes. do over like a few months of each other yeah very yes. specific so amounts of weeks apart maybe it was between six months then yeah something something like that so did you have to get him fixed just to get his initials, you know, we were making sure he didn't have feline leukemia mm -hmm. and then giving him his vaccinations and then all that good stuff. And mm -hmm. then I had to get him fixed. And, mm -hmm. you know, so that initially was just expensive because I didn't go through an adoption agency mm -hmm. that kind of helps you with the, some of those fees. Yeah. So that initially was pretty pricey. Then I noticed um, as he was getting older, 
you know, I would hold him because I used to hold him a lot like he was a little baby. Mm -hmm. I was, I love to get a kitten and cuddle with them a lot when they're young because in a way I'm like, I'm training them to love me and to cuddle. Because well, you also got to bond with them. Every cat would cuddle with me. Yeah. Yeah, you got to bond with them. I mean, that's any pet you get, really. Yeah. Any, well, especially any animal that cuddles like cats and dogs. I also think kittens especially are fine with it. Most As long as they're not a shy cat, they're mm-hmm. very down to, like, get picked up and loved. I mean, Sydney was, like, distressed yeah. when I got her handed to me in the PetSmart from my <laughs> former coworker, and she cried the whole time I was shopping for kitten supplies. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she was really cuddly Aww. when we got home, so. Yeah. <laughs> she was just exactly. like, oh, God, what's happening? Distressed. <laughs> So oh, poor Sydney. Yeah. Okay. She's a beautiful cat, too. She yes. is. Her fur is very nice. Yes. She's such a good um, cat. Oh, sorry. So. Um, that was it. Go so, ahead. No, no, you're fine. Uh, okay, so, yeah. So, time in it, when he was little, he was very cuddly, very sweet. He also got taken away from his parents too soon. So, he would definitely do the blanket and the nursing, and he still does that. And that's, mm-hmm. like, kind of how you know, he calms himself down. Um, so he, he would do a lot of that. And I, I just noticed at one point, you know, I used to scoop him up and hold him like a baby. Well, I just mm-hmm. noticed at one point I scooped him up and I thought I heard something like just not sound right. Or maybe he cried, something like that. I picked him up and he cried and I thought, Oh no, what I do. And then I noticed shortly after that his back, it was either his back left or right leg. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But his leg was limping. And I asked when he walked, he would limp. So I took a video of it, of him limping. Mm-hmm. And, of course, at that time, I just spent so much money on him, getting him, you know, taken care of. And I just recently moved into, like, a more bigger apartment. So at that point, I felt probably pretty financially strained. Um, so I was like, what can I do? So what I did was, I ended up finding this, like, really cheap vet, um, showed them what was going on, and she gave him medication to help him with the limp. Um, they probably thought it, like, like a, it was, like, a sprain or something. What did you say? Uh, did she think it was just, like, a sprain or something? Hang on, the dogs are coming She, she thought it was a sprain. Yeah. And... They a lot of times when he would have that, I, I would get. I just started getting some kind of medicine in a syringe, and I would just have to pour it in his mouth, and then he'd feel better. Yeah, so, it was probably some sort of pain so, medication because I know when Quinn was a kitten, she sprained her leg a couple of times, and I'm like, yeah, it can happen, especially when they're being rowdy. Exactly. So that happened. That was the first time. Then nothing really happened for a long time. Uh, but I kind of got to the point where he was getting older and he was more independent. So it's kind of like letting him do his own thing. You know, I'd still pick him up, but not as much, you know, yeah. but he was doing fine. Then we, then I ended up moving from that place to a different place. And I had had this like closet and he loved to kind of jump up kind of high in it. And I remember one day I left him up there thinking, I feel like I should put him down because I don't want him to jump off and hurt himself because I just thought he might do that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I decided, no, I'll just leave him there. And then I came home and he was limping again. And I thought, well, this isn't good. So then I took him to, like, a different vet because by then I was doing financially way better. And this vet was great. She was, like, she's probably been one of my top favorite vets I've had. Um, but unfortunately, she's in 
my old state I used to live in well anyway so um so anyway so I brought him in and she gave him medicine and we brought him like a dog cage and we just isolated him so he would have time to heal and stuff yeah. And then I believe something else happened that caused him to laugh. So then it was, okay, what is going on? So we did an x-ray, and we learned that he has the most messed up hips probably any vet has ever seen. <laughs> he's a little inbred and kitty. What? I said he's a little inbred kitty. Yes, the theory is that he is inbred, and um, sometimes when cats are inbred, their hips don't form properly, and we believe that this happened from birth. And pretty much in the x-ray, you can see that not just one hip, but both hips, the joints and ball and sockets do not connect. But the fascinating fact about cats is even if their ball and joint sockets don't connect, cats will form a false ligament and work around it. And that is what he's done. He's formed false ligaments ligaments around his hips. And he is now able to walk because of that. Now, if you look at him, he does walk funny. Mm -hmm. And definitely now he's getting like, he's seven now. So I definitely notice more. Like when he walks, I'm like, wow, I can tell his hips are like not right. I mean, but he's on, like, joint, he's been on joint supplements oh, since he was, like, yes. two or something, right? Yeah, so this vet was, like, at first she thought maybe surgery, but then she said, you know what, he's had his whole life, he's learned to adapt to it, he, they're just, you know, he just needs a little extra help with the joints, so I buy these joint supplement pills, you can get them on Chewy.com, you don't need a prescription. And I literally mix it into his wet food every morning and night with his uh, breakfast and dinner. Mm -hmm. And ever since he's been on this joint supplement, so far, he's not had any problems. Now, I do make sure not to pick him up. Mm -hmm. I also, well, if I pick him up, it's very gentle. And it's only because sometimes he's a princess Mm -hmm. and I have to carry him down to eat his food because he won't get up to go get his food. Uh, (laughs) Well, he knows his mom will take him. Exactly, and and I'm no longer like downstairs is hardwood floors, upstairs carpet. I used to just bring him the food upstairs, but Kevin's like, we don't need cat food on the carpet, so now I have to carry him to his food like a princess. Um, anyway, this is just a side note, but anyway, he pretty much hasn't had any issues. But the vet, when I first we first discovered the issue, she said just keep on a joint supplement and do not um do not do surgery because it could make it worse. So just remember her always saying that. No matter what, don't do surgery. So I always remember that. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to a different state, and I was really having trouble finding, like, a vet that I liked. Um, anyway, so Time Bandit, okay, fun fact, Chaos, he had health issues too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll talk about his health issues next. But pretty much because of Chaos's health issues, he was on special food because, you know, he was getting older and um, that sometimes happens as cats get older, they get put on special food. Yeah. Well, um, the good news is when I got Chaos on special food, the vet told me, well, you can eat its time in the two. It's not going to mess anything up. Well, then... um, 
when chaos passed away, you know, Time Bandit was still on the special food. Right. And, and that's thought, expensive. Well, maybe because chaos isn't alive anymore, I could switch, um, I could switch Time Bandit's food and then, you know, maybe save the money. Um, but then Time Bandit started throwing up all the time. And I was like, oh no. So I pretty much took him to a vet to get a prescription for chaos's food for him. So I could help him out, you know, because he's now addicted to the special food. <laughs> well, you had to, uh, you had to like find a, a good transition. Eater. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when I, when I took him to the vet, I was like, yeah, he's throwing up. Oh, and he would do this thing where I had like printer paper and it was covered in plastic. Well, he would randomly chew on the plastic. Oh yeah. Trouble does that sometimes. It's like something cats do. I think it's like Pika and cats or Pika. Yes. Well, because of he was growing up and he was chewing plastic, they wanted to make sure there wasn't anything in his stomach that didn't need to be. So they mm-hmm. did an ultrasound. Well, during this ultrasound, the vet calls me and he's like, hey, we did Time Bandit's mm-hmm. ultrasound. Oh, and to be fair, anytime I take Time Bandit to any new vet, I always tell them, be very careful handling him. His hips are very messy. Please be very careful with him. I always tell vets. Yeah. Okay, so I took them to the vet, told them that. They did the ultrasound, they called me. Um, they said, well, um, we did the ultrasound, his stomach is looking great, but man, let's talk about his hips, because we got a shot at his hips, and they look crazy. And I said, oh, yeah, I told you he had really bad hips, and, you know, remember I said, be careful, because they're really messed up, and he goes, well, now I will be careful. I'm thinking you weren't before. <laughs> when I specifically told you my cat has weird hips. And yeah, yeah. That, is, that is always a red flag for a vet when they don't listen to you. Like sometimes they're busy and they don't like. But yeah, the second like a vet does it, that's one reason I really like our vets is I've never had them be like, well, you're just being crazy or I'm not listening to you. <laughs> Exactly. And I understand the term crazy cat lady is a reason. And I am a crazy cat lady, but I have a reason for my craziness. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, but um, then he was like, time then it was very scared and he wasn't walking around. And he was like, can your cat walk? And I was like, yes, my cat can walk. He's like, well, looking at these things, I just can't believe it. So he was really convinced that we should do surgery. Right. And I was just so scared. Well, at first I was like, well, maybe he's older now than when I felt old vet. Like, maybe he, and the vet was like convinced that Time Bandit wasn't a bunch of pain, you know? And I was, and I was just so scared. I was like, what is yeah. pain? Like, what do I do? Because, you know, it's not like you can tell me, you know? What so I, I love just... is this literally spawned from your cat throwing up and you just need, like, an anti-nausea and prescription for food so he would stop throwing up from the food. And, and it the, surgery. It's yeah. like, your cat needs surgery immediately. Well, he's had this all his life, and my other vet said it was fine. Nope, surgery. Cut him open. We gotta exactly. reattach those hips. And and her ear her her words kept ringing in my ears like never get surgery so I was like oh I'm so scared so what I did was um, actually fate I'm telling you Kismic um, I was at work mm-hmm. and I met a veterinarian and this veterinarian happened to be an all 
cat clinic veterinarian. Kismet. So to me, it was just a huge sign, like, wow. And it was right around the time time bandit surgery was coming up. Because mm-hmm. I, I, at the time, I scheduled it because I was like, oh, he's in pain. And I was, like, freaking out. And, mm-hmm. and I just lost chaos. Yeah. So I was like, you're trying to do I what's best for the animal. But then I was also so scared because I was like, I just lost chaos. I can't always time band it. And I was just like, well, if I do the surgery, you know, I could lose him. If I don't do the surgery, I could lose him. That's very, very, like, emotional, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the universe sent me this veterinarian who was at an all-cat clinic. And I didn't realize there was an all-cat clinic in my area. And mm-hmm. I really liked that and wanted to use an all-cat, an all-cat clinic. So, so... I met her at work and I was just like telling her a little bit about Time Bandit. And she says, you want to get a second opinion? And I said, I do want to get a second opinion. So she worked with another vet who had been doing things a little bit longer than her. Yeah. So she said, go see this other vet. But I mainly see her now. Yeah. She's amazing. But, you know, she just, for such a serious, because I think Time Bandit's condition is rare, but I'm not positive. I think it is. I've never heard of anything like this. And I would say that, like, um, and I get that, like, my vet, my cat only vet recently, they've added in a new uh, vet. And I think that's really good because it helps split the workload because I love our vet. Dr. G's great. But, like, I don't want her, I want her to have, like, you know, time for herself. Oh, 100%. 100%. But, yeah. Well, and also, apparently, whatever it's called that Time Bandit has, it's usually, it's very common in dogs. It can happen in cats, but usually it only happens in one hip. But Uh. because I'm so special, and Time Bandit's so special, I get the cat that happens in both hips. Nice. So, fun fact, yay for getting me. Um, (laughs) So, anyway, so long story short, I took Time Bandit to get a second opinion, and the vet was like he's in no pain he's totally fine and he doesn't need surgery because the other vet was trying to say that the space between his false ligaments like he was trying to say it was bone on bone so it was just rubbing him every step he took it was rubbing bone on bone which is painful that's why people get surgeries that help with that but but this the second opinion was like, no, there's a huge gap in here. He's, he's fine. He's like, he's been little of this his whole life. He's like, when he gets older, he might have arthritis. We might have to, you know, get him on some different medication. He's like, but just keep doing what you're doing. He looks great. You know, he's like, I'm not going to lie. Those are some crazy hits. But he's like, just keep doing what you're doing. And then I was like, oh, well, perfect. perfect. You know, and then I just felt so much better because I just felt like, he probably wasn't in pain, but it's just crazy how, you know, somebody can really scare you into thinking yeah. that yeah. they have a degree and they went to school. So you're like, of course, I want to trust you. Yeah. And also, um, yeah, I mean, you had just lost chaos. So the fear of actually losing your other, like, I remember when I lost Otis and then Trouble got sick. And what he got sick was, was he basically got depressed from losing Otis and being alone. Yeah, he lost a lot of weight. He lost a, a lot of weight in a month. And I was like, my cat, my young cat just died. And now my old cat's going to die. And then it's like, the vet's like, oh, no, he's just depressed in mourning. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, they were close. Yeah. Trouble has a sensitive soul. He is a sensitive soul. And plus, like, he had Otis since Otis was a kitten, and that was his little buddy. Like, they they were they were a tight-knit His disciple. 
his his he little thug. Him. Yeah. But well, um trouble was always used to throwing the love. Yeah, chaos he never took a hit when they were young. Oh yeah, and, and we then, got and then he replaced uh, chaos with Otis. I still think he might have thought uh, chaos just got like smaller and dumber suddenly, mm-hmm. and it's like it's okay. I still <laughs> love you because um. That's a good Ka- theory. They were both black cats. Yeah, Chaos and Otis looked a lot alike when they were little, like until Otis ballooned out from his overeating, <laughs> and then I put him on a diet. Then he was just flabby blue skin everywhere. Um, my sweet idiot. Otis was cute. Oh, Otis, Otis. Was, Otis was a sweet boy. He was a sweet boy. Um. So okay. So. Sh- so you had Time Bandit, your young cat, who turned out to have crazy hips. Um. That's fine. Okay, and and then kind of after. We got that balanced out. Um, okay, so me finding out this whole surgery thing was um, after chaos. But then once once I talked to that other vet and we got him on the joint supplements and that balanced out, then chaos started having issues. Yeah, and he and has... And chaos was, like, getting older, he needed to change his diet, going up a lot. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he was on steroids. For the, but I can't remember why he was on steroids. He was. Now. I I know this because him and Trouble have the same thing. They had uh, inflamed bowel disease and oh, steroids. Yeah, yeah, he had the kitty Crohn's, so you always liked yeah, it because you right. have Crohn's. And I actually, side note, um, nobody feels sorry for me. But I have a Crohn's disease. That was joked. He got it from me. Yeah, it's hereditary. Oh. It's your biological cat. So. <laughs> yeah, and you guys. Uh, You've taken prednisone, and um, what they take is, I think it has a slightly different it's name. Similar. It's similar. It's similar. It's like the same concept, you know. Yeah. And, but, um, yeah. just FYI, my medical condition is 100% under control, and I am not on any steroids currently. Nice. Um, yeah. but you usually only have to take that like for extreme things. I, I think it's different for cats, but humans, you know, more like a temp steroids should always be more temporary. Yeah, and actually, they, they just have crazy side effects. A- actually, also for animals, like the lowest dose possible because Rue has an autoimmune disease, so she is being phased off of her steroids. Maybe, maybe. Well, like currently, we're gonna see about that. I, I, I have concerns because humans can communicate when they think something is up i feel like it'd be harder to yeah exactly i feel like it'd be a lot harder to catch if something was going to happen and it's just a matter of when so far as i understand because it's an autoimmune disease but anyway we'll have to talk a bit about that that makes sense well, that sounds but, scary. I hope it goes well. No, it, well, also, it's just keeping her on the lowest dose possible because of long-term yeah. steroid use. It hurt. Like, she's on another medication for her liver and her kidneys because uh, steroids affect the livers and the kidneys. Yeah, so it's like support for the liver and the kidneys. Yeah, and troubles on oh, stuff like smart. that, too. Yeah, yeah. because she's going to be on it long-term. Yeah, most likely. So. Most likely. Anyway, but, that, that stuff's still developing, so we don't have any updates on that because we're going to lower the dose again and then have, have her rechecked. Yeah. So, so okay. you had... Well, show the best of luck. Thank, thank you. you. So you had Time Bandit with the messed up hits. You had an elderly cat with... To be honest, it's just... It can happen. Like, inflamed bowel disease is a common thing that happens in cats. Trouble has kidney disease. Which uh, is also very common. Which is cats. very common. Prince had it. I know April's talked about that. Uh, did chaos ever end up with kidney disease or, cause I know you never had to if, do fluids. If, if he had it, we didn't know. So what happened was, um, 
Okay, so so and then a side note too is um in between his kitty club, yeah. he his teeth, he was having issues with his mouth. He was actually losing weight and not eating as much. Mm-hmm. And he was meowing more than usual, but Chaos was a very vocal cat. So it was hard to tell that he was meowing more than usual, but I kind of knew. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, he had yeah. something to pretty much where his teeth were pushing up in his gums and oh. like pushing in is very painful for him. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was losing weight. So they said that he needed all his teeth extracted and i was like well if he doesn't have teeth will he be okay and they were like oh he's gonna be fine he can still eat with his teeth extracted yeah so i was like okay cool so anyway so we had the surgery and i think they left one tooth in there pretty much but (laughs) this one tooth is fine guys he just got a little more extra wet food after that. Uh, well, well, actually, the recovery was crazy. He had to be in a dog cage, and I had to give him, believe it or not, I had to give him medicine. Uh, I had to open up his mouth, and I think I just had to squirt liquid in. But his mouth was so swollen looking. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to open his mouth and give him medicine? I was like, oh, I don't want to touch it. But somehow I managed and got him through it. But I remember... You know, he's a huge cuddler, and I kept him locked up because he cuddles so much aggressively with his mouth, I didn't want him to nuzzle me. Well, one morning, you know, sleeping and got out of his dog cage and busted in and and just came at me and started aggressively cuddling me. And I was like, no, chaos, no. Well, think about your teeth. Think about the teeth, chaos. And he's like, I need love. You've deprived me. But, but to be fair, I would take him out every day and give him his medicine and clean his cage and mm-hmm. give him a little bit of love. And then I locked him back up. Not <laughs> because I was trying to be mean, but I just wanted him to heal. And I had his cage perfectly in front of a nice window, so he had a great view out of jail. Nice. <laughs> and he's like, I'm in jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he was not happy. That whole week, he would, like, shake the cage. Ah, I'm getting out of here. That's funny. Cause... Cat would just walk around like, I think. And I was just like, oh, poor cat. But oh, sometimes you got to do it, you know. And my best advice, too, for any cat animal owner out there is always have, like, a big dog cage you can at least fit a litter box in. Yeah. you just never know what's going to happen to your cat. You might have to isolate him. Yeah, I remember Grandma in April when um, Bud got hit by that car. They had to keep him in a kennel basically while his hips recovered because his hips. It's rough. Yeah. And he was an exactly. indoor. And he was a big indoor-outdoor cat. So that was real rough for him. But um, Oh, I thought that was very painful. Yeah. But like, but yeah, when, when Time Bandit um, had issues limping, before we on the story supplement, um, mm-hmm. I definitely had to isolate him in a dog cage before. So mm-hmm. Time has been in a dog cage. Chaos hasn't been in a dog cage. Tumbles but, hasn't um, yet. So far, Tumbles has not been in a dog cage. So that's great. Cool. So continues. Chaos, at least, he didn't get expensive till he's older, so that's like reasonable. Exactly. And so overall, he was a very inexpensive healthy, mm-hmm. happy, loving, reasonable cat. So one out of two overall healthy. Pretty healthy minus his hips. Yeah, minus his hips. Now you get your third kitten. What have you learned about having a third kitten? Well, 
Well, I have the special talent of, I guess, attracting all the defective cats. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, it's okay. okay. Apparently, so, I picked so the I most defective dog in the I litter. Mean, I, I got tumbled. We assume. When she was just a wee kitten. She was, mm-hmm. Okay, so when I got her, they said she was three months, but fun fact, she was really two months. Um, so when I got her, I shortly discovered after I got her that she had this cut like on her neck and mm-hmm. it looked really infected did not look good and so i but luckily being the great pet mom i am mm-hmm. i after i adopted her even though she came with her shots and she was fixed and all that great stuff i still went ahead and set her up at a vet appointment just to make make sure she was cool and yeah. you know just to get her checked out also get her a vet because if you're in an emergency like new patients they don't just see anyone they have to have a new patient visit Exactly. I wanted to be like, hey, this is my new cat. Check it out. And I think also she, because I, she was like from the foster home to the catio to my house, she actually needed one more deworming. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think I also took her to get her last deworming. Well, then that's when I told him, hey, she's got this bite on her neck. It was infected. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, so I took her in. And they were like, oh, yeah, tumble test, please. And I was like, oh, great. And I was thinking, uh, how, you know, but I guess she kind of came with fleas. Anyway, but that's not her fault. Yeah. Um, oh, and fun fact about tumble, she was a rescue cat from, she's originally from Memphis, Tennessee. Oh. Um, she was rescued from a kill shelter, brought oh. to the catio. And then fostered, and then dropped off, and then rescued by me. So fun fact: so she really is like the ultimate rescue cat, and she has the best personality. I was like, who would ever kill you? So crazy. Anyway, so I don't. I don't I think kill think shelters. I don't think their goal is to murder animals. I think it's just a sad side effect of their job. With people not fixing enough animals. Yeah, and they have they have limited space, and they have to keep inventory moved out. Okay, I agree with you, but they really would have killed a national treasure. Mm -hmm. She's the treasure. With a giant gash, a giant infected gash. Tell us about this. Okay, but she's still a treasure. Anyway, okay, (laughs) about that. Okay, so so she had a flea bite, and the flea bite got infected, so she got an antibiotic, and Mm -hmm. then fucked it off, and then me and my vet decided, maybe she's potentially allergic to fleas, Mm because sometimes when you get a flea bite, it doesn't always get infected, but... Sometimes certain cats are allergic to fleas, mm-hmm. and some cats are just more skin sensitivity. So mm-hmm. that's when we started to think, hmm, maybe she has a skin sensitivity. Anyway, fleas healed, things got better. Then, let's say around end of October, I noticed that she was getting a red, like, I'm trying to describe it. She, it was like she was feeling really... I don't know if it's lumpy. I'm trying to think how I would describe it. Is it the lip You definitely felt an abrasion on her neck. Oh. um, But it was different from the flea bite. It was more of like... Like a rash? Or a scab? kind of black. It looked like a black, rough surface on her neck. Was it like a scab then? Kind of. Kind of like a scab. But but the infection of the flea bite was like a bright red pink, you know? Mm -hmm. And the, the her neck was looking more like black or like 
like a dark a dark black on her neck mm-hmm. um and and she was scratching like ferociously and so I kept trying to like you know like I cut the fur away and I would put like a spot treatment on it you know mm-hmm. trying to think like oh maybe her and time did it played too rough and she got a cut because um her and time did it did play too rough and she she cut up time in space although it looked that way but then later I discovered like on my couch that because I recently bought a new couch that mm-hmm. uh one of the wires the twisted all together underneath was still under there oh. and I ended up taking that away and the cat loved to play under the couch so I'm also like well maybe Tumbles didn't do that maybe he cut his lip on the couch okay so I still have some theories on how time in I cut his lip but good news is Time Bandit healed like a champ. You can't even tell it happened. And we cleaned that up, like, right away. Um, and, and I kept them separated for a couple of days, just in case. Because, you know, Time Bandit's seven and Tumbles is nine. And they are still becoming best friends. But I'm happy to report that they are very close now. They nap together. They'll lick each other. They'll play. Now, I will say Tumbles does get a little aggressive. So it's hard to separate them. But overall, their friendship is blooming pretty nicely okay anyway so um so i thought well, maybe they played too rough so i was like treating her neck you know trying to clean it make sure it was better well she would just scratch and scratch and scratch and she would just keep scratching until it was and i was like okay i'm gonna take her to that so i took her to the vet and they were like well maybe um she it's allergies so they put her on a steroid well, they put her on half a steroid for, like, seven days. Mm-hmm. Well, I noticed fourth, fourth day, third or fourth day on the steroid, she was still itching and bleeding, and, and things just didn't seem to be helping. And I called, and I was like, things seem to be getting worse. And so, like, we upped the dose, and then that kind of seemed to help, but it kind of seemed to be healing. Okay. So, well, you had then, a lot of... Um, oh, and this is all over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Well, so then, um, and I was putting, like, a sock on her neck, like, I was cutting the sock from, like, a long tube sock, like, stopping sock and the bottom sock, just to put as, like, a, a neck a cover on her to kind of help her from, like, keep keep scratching it, you know, because she was, she was scratching it pretty ferociously, mm-hmm. and her neck, she's so little and tiny, her neck skin just seemed like nothing and I was scared that she kept scratching she'd rip herself open I don't know it was just freaking me out anyway so yeah sorry what were you gonna say I said that's fair so you had all this back and forth Um, over her skin did you guys ever figure out what the skin stuff was um so we pretty much kept having that issue it looked like it was getting better and then we discovered a flea on her because I took her um, to my aunt's house for the holiday and to keep an eye on her and, and my aunt has a mouse problem oh, yeah. and apparently if a mouse is on a flea or if a flea is on a mouse it can jump off the mouse onto the cat but apparently if a dog has fleas the flea on the dog cannot jump onto the cat i don't know if oh. you guys heard that before never heard that but that's good to know um, but so, definitely don't trust me. Google it. Do your own research. I'm not a professional in any manner of way. I just do a lot of googling. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so long. But, so then we noticed, yeah. like, first it was getting better. Then she had a flea bite. Then it was getting worse. So then we took her back to the vet. 
And then the vet decided, oh, and I had flea medication, so I gave mm. her flea medication. Right. And then the vet decided maybe she had dermatitis, like, like dermatitis? skin mites. Oh, okay. It's called, it's called derma something, mm-hmm. but it's pretty much, we all have organisms that live on our eyebrows and our eyelashes. Yeah. And it's very common in kittens. And they and cats have it too. Well, yeah. kittens sometimes, when they're still developing and getting used to growing into their cells, sometimes the skin mites can irritate them and be overwhelming for them. They just mm-hmm. need to be treated for special medicine. But it's not common in adult cats. It's only common in kittens. Okay, that makes sense. So, but oh, but the crazy thing too, if you think your cat has skin mites, they do this test where they take a sharp blade and they take, like, a sample of the top of the skin and look under a microscope to see the skin mites. Uh-huh. But the thing is, with dogs, it's way easier to figure it out. But with cats, sometimes if you're trying to look for it underneath the skin, sometimes the skin mites will bury deeper in the skin and hide. Jesus. That's horrifying. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, so fun fact about that, um, and I'm like, well, of course, it would be easy for dog and difficult for cat, because cats, not that cats are difficult, but they're more mysterious of the animals, if you ask me. That makes sense. Um, so I mean, yeah. they're more difficult to read when something's wrong oh. than dogs. Yeah. Oh, but, totally, because yeah. cats are very stoic, because it's part of their nature to act, to protect themselves. You know, it's animal instinct. So if they're hurt, they're not going to be like, Mommy, help me. They're going to be like, I'm totally fine. It's just a flesh wound, whatever. Shook it off, you know? So, what did your vet, because you said you got an answer of what it was. What was the actual cause? Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. Long story short, I wish I'd talk about the lip or no. So, another thing that I can give you a summary of this, listeners, is because you sent me pictures of this because. Along with the idea for Pet Parents Pod is the idea of, like, exchanging things. Me and you exchange stuff about cats all the time because you're like, you go to a cat vet. Have you ever heard of this? And you sent me, like, her her lip was droopy and you first thought it was, like, face paralysis. I'm like, it looks like a fat lip. And, like, we Googled it and there was a term and basically one of um, Tumble's, uh, like, edge of her mouth kind of droops a little from the fat lip. Mm-hmm. And it was drooping, but if you look in, it was actually swollen. Yeah, and that's what so I it thought. It was swollen, but it was causing it to droop. But apparently, yeah. if a cat has face paralyzation, it can cause it to droop pretty yeah. far. But it so would kind of further... interesting how something similar looking can be two different things. Yeah, it also, her eyes weren't drooping at all. That's why I didn't think it was face paralyzation. Because normally that kind of stuff goes with, like, eye droopy. Um, yeah. But oh, and when we were treating her for skin mites, I did not get that test, by the way, where they took the blade and checked the skin. I didn't get that because it was so hard to tell. I just went ahead and paid to treat her for mites. Yeah. And cause... then um, we also went ahead and did an allergy test, which I'm still waiting on the results for the allergy test. So I will be happy to give you all an update. Maybe cool. later in a, in the week or so, like, what's wrong with it? So you can update your listeners, even if I'm not your guest. So to solve the mystery of Tumble's allergy tests, which we got the results back after the recording, I'm inserting this now. Um, basically, she's allergic to a lot of, like, grass pollen, certain tree pollen, so basically the outside air. 
Um, but also she's allergic to foods, which are green beans, oats, tomato, turkey, flex, rice, and corn. So Dorothy has found excellent food sources for her, but that has ruled out a lot of the general um, over-the-counter uh, cat food. But Tumbles is doing good, and her allergies, it seems to be mostly allergies, the thing that they were having an issue with. And that is my post-episode note that I will edit in at some point in this episode. Okay, back to the rest of it. That sounds cool. Um, so, um, but, then, but then her look was drooping, mm-hmm. and I took a picture and texted it to the vet, because at this point I'd been going to the vet a lot and calling him a lot, and I was like, look. Y'all are just giving me a picture. I'm not coming back in there. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. if I had to, I would have. But mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, please just look at this picture and tell me what to do. And then my awesome vet, um, she emailed me what it was called, um, which I did not know how to say it. Uh, okay. Do you want me to just spell it for uh, you? First, try to say it, because I'm curious. Okay. E okay, it starts with an E. Uh-huh. E O Sen Sen Okay. Heath bring up your bring I cannot say this. Heath bring up a thing. Okay, hang on. We're gonna type it out so we can try it. So go ahead and start spelling. Okay, E O S I N O P H I L I C very riveting podcasting right now. Oh, totally. Yeah. How do you say that? Okay, but there's another word that goes with it. Uh, what is it? It's a space, and then it's G-R-A-N-U-L-O-N-A. Okay, we found it on Google, so. Okay, great. Heath, what does that say? Uh, eosinophilic granuloma. Thank you. The only one here who can read. Yeah. The only one who can sound words out, because I can't sound words out either. Oh, I can't either. I'm going to blame on my genetics. Anyway, but pretty much, fun fact, what my vet said, she said the fancy name, which are usually secondary to another underlying issue, etc. allergies. Oh, okay. This is typically responding pretty well to medication. So, she's currently on... One giant steroid a day for seven days, nice. and uh, one by antibi- one antibiotic in the morning and an antibiotic at night for two weeks, and then and she's already looking so much better. Like Good. you can still like if you look really close, you can tell her one lip is a little lower than the other, mm-hmm. but it is nowhere like before. It was so obvious. Mm-hmm. Now it's like you really have to look at her to notice. Good. But also, fun fact: if your cat has this condition, the lip might permanently always droop, mm. and it might just randomly swell. But the good news is, even if it happens randomly, all we have to do is kind of what we're doing now again. Nice. So and, and her neck is clearing up. Good. And, all, and she was also getting random little red bumps on the top, the front of her neck and the side of her neck. And those are clearing up and her lip is looking better. So I'm still curious to see what the allergy test says. But right. the fun the good news is it's definitely allergies. Like the lip drooping is definitely a result of allergies, which was pretty much what we suspected. Yeah. So Hopefully, we can figure out 
what the cause is and prevent it. And then if not, just randomly give her this medicine because that seems to work too. Yeah. And before this, she was like extremely itchy. And it was to the point where I was like, I would do anything to be like, please stop itching. Like, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> please stop itching. <laughs> yeah. No, as uh, we had to, I mean, the dogs are on allergy medication. So I've never run into so many pets allergic to things. But you are definitely 343. Three. At least in Chaos's defense, he was old. So, like. Well, I mean, I feel like that doesn't really count. Not unusual. Pretty much everybody. Yeah. Gets health issues. So, I guess so. two out of three, you have well, found well, the, the special needs animal. I've actually picked out myself. have had issues. So, you know. Yeah. Well, I think I have a thought because, like, I managed to pick out the, like, sickest, most needy dog ever with Brew. But I, I feel like, as you were saying with Kismic, like, I feel like we find the animals that uh, need us the most in a way. Because, like, I feel if Rue went to anyone with, like, little kids or something, they might not have noticed or might not have been able to be in a position there to... There was no way that they would have noticed. Yeah. Because of how sick she got Well, time, I but... feel like they would have, like, like, there's a big difference and we don't have kids, we don't have that responsibility, so we can, while it hurts and is painful and, like, please don't ever, Rue, don't, don't go to the emergency room, we'll figure out a way to pay for her several thousand yeah, dollar people can't emergency bill. Yeah, significant debt over that yeah we can we are uh, fortunate I mean, enough we're going to it's really unfortunate <laughs> yeah like well but, yeah. we we don't we'll figure it out but that's the thing and like with I mean, trouble it's a young animal yeah can't not so like so i don't know i think the animals that need us find us in a way and we find the ones who are like like you said i i do feel like there is somewhat like these are my animals and i have a, a like a bond to them through time and space oh, 100% mm-hmm. i agree 100% so yeah that's our very longer than i expected but very fun and i think informative uh different view of a parenting because you are a very phenomenal cat parent i think Oh, well, you are too. Oh, thank, thank you. you. And I, I like I'm your obsession. April. Yes, April was. Yes, I I, I, I like her obsession. <laughs> so, uh, do you have any more kitten thoughts? Um, I do have another theory for a cat, but we save it for another episode. We'll save it for another episode. Then we'll have you back sometime. Um, you always gotta leave them wanting more. Yes, uh, <laughs> but where can they find your lovely time bandit and tubbles online? Oh yes, so being the cat mom I am, I started an Instagram for just my cat. Mm-hmm. It used to be just for time bandit, but then tumbles came to join. So the handle is time bandit and tumbles, and it's uh, time bandit. And then the little underscore and underscore uh, tumbles. And, um, you know, I, I don't, I sometimes I post more than others, you know, depending on life. But I do have enough content, like, on there um, yeah. where there's enough cuteness to definitely keep you entertained for at least 20 minutes. Yeah, so feel free to check it out if you want. They are very um, cute photos. I really love uh, your profile picture for them. It's very cute. Oh, thank you. They're, um, just to give you a tease, they're standing in front of a window, and you can see a good, like, shadow, and it's the a nice cat is when Tumbles was much smaller, and time bandits bigger, and 
It's a very, like, Lion King cute moment, I believe. But um, follow me if you want. If not, just look at the cute cat pitch, and I hope it brings a smile to your day. Yeah, and we'll we'll feature some of Tumbles and Time Bandit on the episode Splash, at least. Um, and Heath, Oh, definitely. And Heath, where can people find more of our animals? Yes, in case you're not sick of them, because we post them pretty often on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, also Twitter, um, Discord, mm-hmm. and Facebook. It's Pet Parents Pod. Yep, you can find us all there, and I uh, I will say Kip's the line since Kip isn't there. Follow follow your hopes and dreams, or no, good luck with your hopes and dreams. Yeah, but you didn't say your thing first. Oh, what did? Oh, we will keep getting better. I it, this is completely thrown off without Kip here. I can't throw to them. It's horrible. Um, so we will continue to keep getting better in spite of Kip's absence. Um, good luck with your hopes and dreams. Goodbye.